Get a bass line there, Blake. Boom, da, boom, boom. Da, beauty, dum, da, boom, boom. I thought you were going to rap a little line there, you know? Welcome to Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Monday with your hosts, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Whoop, whoop, Courtney. How's it going? Happy Monday. Yeah, I love Monday. But did you always? I didn't. I actually used to hate Mondays. I dreaded Mondays, like most people listening right now. Oh my gosh. I remember a few years ago, I would try to extend my weekend like as long as possible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was Sunday and I could feel myself. It, I think it's in the brushing of the teeth on Sunday night and going, oh. Are you brushing no. your teeth and then you're like... Should we just watch one more episode of Netflix? Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm like, I don't, I'm not ready for the weekend to end because I don't know if I'm ready for what's about to hit Monday morning. What do people call this? The Sunday scaries? Sunday scaries. Yeah, that's, that's legit. And I used to feel like that. I used to be it's like, real. do I have to do that tomorrow? Yeah. Hopefully you don't feel like that. Hopefully you're coming into this week feeling amazing. But for those of you that, you know, you feel scattered through the week you know, maybe you feel overwhelmed at what's ahead of you this week. You Maybe you've got that pit in your stomach as you're driving to work right now. We are going to give you something today to get rid of the Sunday scaries for life. Really what you need to know is it doesn't have to be like that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So first of all, thanks for joining us on Focus on This. I'm Courtney Baker. And I am Blake Stratton. We also need to introduce the other person in the room. That's our right. producer. Verbs. Uh, thank you, Blake. Thank you, Courtney. Glad to be here once again on a beautiful Monday. Just want to remind our listeners, we're still a fairly brand new podcast. And so we would love for you to help us get the word out. One way you can help us out is by sharing the podcast. Use the hashtag focus on this podcast, wherever you may do your social media. And that'll help us out a great bit. And I think everybody listening right now is already like, OK, let's get to tell it. us <laughs> what this thing is about. It's a simple solution for the Sunday Scaries, and it's called the Weekly Preview. Sounds kind of boring. To I mean, <laughs> like, hey, who wants to review? Or, or excuse Doesn't me. Doesn't that wants, sound great? Who wants to preview, right? But it is so, so powerful. Yes. Do you remember the first time you did a weekly preview? Yeah. I mean, the first time I did it, I was like, whoa. I One, it took me a long time the first time yeah. I tried it. But now I'm in such a habit of it. It's just become so integral to my week, yeah. that when I don't do it, if I miss it, if I kid myself into thinking, no, nah, I don't need to do that, or I don't have time for that, wow, do yeah. I notice a difference. And honestly, this podcast, you know, we talk a lot about the planner, and that's because it really represents the system through which we we funnel everything. But this concept we're talking about today, you don't need to have a planner for it. It's just a valuable thing. If you've been dreading the week ahead, if you've been coming into Monday already feeling behind, or you're halfway through the week and you feel really scattered, we're going to explain the process of a weekly preview that you can use with or without a planner. But if you've got a planner, man, it's it's laid out perfectly. Here's the thing. When we don't have a framework for how we're going into the week, we naturally go into reactive mode. Yeah. I tend to default to email when I get in that zone. Oh, It's yeah. like, because I start living in reaction and then it's almost like that's the only place I feel really comfortable. Oh, well, I'll just answer emails, I guess, or whatever, whoever wants my attention gets it if I'm living in reaction. Yeah, it's because you're not in control of your week. And the weekly preview, that's exactly what it helps you do. It helps you have control over how you're approaching the next week. To do a weekly preview, what you need to do 
is to stop, reflect, and attack the week with a clear plan. That's what it's all about. So I know you've got lots of questions about how to do a weekly preview, and we're going to talk to a planner user in a few minutes, somebody just like you, and we'll get into how to do that. But first, let's talk about how this practice really helps you. Exactly. I think it's important to cover the benefits because the number one thing I hear when I talk to people who use the planner and I, I ask them about the, the weekly preview is they're like, well, you know, I try to do it, but, you know, sometimes I just don't have time. You know, I'm at a spot, I think you are as well, where... I don't, I, I don't have time to not do this. Oh, like, absolutely. I can't afford not to. And so it's just understanding, well, what are the real benefits when you do it? So let's cover those. Yeah. The first one is you're going to get a positive outlook by listing your wins. And this is something I have a really hard time with. If I don't take the time to look back and celebrate the wins from the last week, I just like plow into the next week. I've forgotten. I can't even tell you what happened last week. Were there wins? I don't know. Um, so unless I take this moment to stop and reflect on my past week, I, I don't learn anything from it. Exactly. What you need to do in the weekly preview is to understand, to, to really make a strategy for how to win this next week. And you don't want to approach that strategy session with a bunch of negativity, right? Oh, totally. You need to have a refreshed, positive mindset, gratitude is going to be a key for you to, to really make a plan that you can feel excited about. You know what happens for me? Every weekly preview, I realize that there were all these wins. I, I have to really work and sit and think, okay, what actually happened this week? And every week I'm like, wow, this was actually a great week. There were lots of things to celebrate. So first, you're going to get a positive outlook on your upcoming week because you've listed your wins from the past week. The next big benefit is you avoid mistakes by doing an after-action review. Yeah, it's a pretty simple process. You're just going to outline what was good and what was bad, what happened and how to fix it. Unless you take time to reflect on what happened, you know, it's really hard to correct and move forward. And honestly, when you do this, you need to be really honest about what worked and what didn't work. And ultimately, I think you'll feel better. You'll have a vision for how to move forward. I think this is the most important part of the weekly preview. I'm going to come out and say it. Really? I do. This is, to me, where growth happens. You know, Michael likes to say that you know your goals should have an element of risk to them. There should be something that is going to stretch you. And the truth is, you need to set goals that are, are pulling you into the, the person you want to become. And so in order to grow, you need to stretch. And in order to grow, you need to actually do things differently than you've always done them. But how do you navigate that? How do you actually measure that and, and, and make sure you're becoming and doing the things that you need to do. What, one of my biggest challenges with setting goals is that I don't always know what are the main activities I need to do to hit that goal. For example, I'm on the sales team here at Michael Hyatt and Company, and we've got these big audacious goals for, hey, let's bring in this many business owners to the Business Accelerator program, right? But the problem is, when I first set out on that, I'm like, well, how? what do we need to do? What's something that I can do and control that will help me hit that goal? And what happens is, you know, at first I thought, oh, well, I just need to do, you know, I need to make 50 calls this week. And so in my after action review, I'm going, hey, did I make 50 calls? Sure. And did that work or not? Did that help me move the needle? And, and to be honest, sometimes I'm like, oh, that actually didn't really help. So what could I do instead? Yeah. What you could do instead or what you could do differently. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just an edit on something you're doing that That's you just need point. to shift a little bit. 
Okay, the next benefit is you feel confident about your plans because you've swept all your list. And there's several lists. There's your goal list, your projects, things that you've delegated or you're waiting for. There's unfinished task lists for last week, deadlines and appointments. This basically is just a way to go back through the last week and make sure that you've processed those, that you've either moved them forward to next week or you've moved them into your digital project management tool. This is where you can really make sure that you're set up well for the next week. Yeah, I would say this is part of eliminating stress for the week ahead because you're not wondering, is anything getting lost? Did I cover everything? Yeah, you're not waking up at 2 a.m. thinking, should I start writing these down? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. The list sweep is great. The next benefit is you're going to get a burst of motivation because you've reviewed your goals. I don't know about you. I used the full focus planner for a while without using the goal part of it and without referencing it. And it was still useful. If right now you're kind of a newbie planner user, maybe you're only using the daily pages, that's actually okay. But wow, you're missing out on some motivation to really get excited about your week because now I'm looking at, I actually look at my annual goals and my quarterly goals during my weekly preview. And it honestly, it helps me get reconnected. You know, it helps me reconnect to, oh yeah, why am I doing this? Like, why am I gonna be busy this week? What am I really after? Uh, It just provides that boost, that visibility of your goals. The next benefit is you get laser focused by choosing your weekly big three. And if you missed our podcast about the weekly big three, after you get done with this one, that's a great one to go back and listen to. I think it's like the secret sauce of the weekly preview is that process of choosing your weekly big three. These are essentially your biggest achievements that need to happen this next week. Another benefit, you're going to feel rejuvenated by planning your personal time. This is a big one because the first thing to get swept under the rug during a busy, scattered week is self-care, is taking care of your heart, your body, some of your most important relationships, your hobbies. Haven't you noticed, like, when you just think in terms of getting stuff done or reacting, those things just slip away and you realize, oh, man, I feel crappy. (laughs) Or, Or, you know, if it's a hard thing, I don't even know how I feel, right? The weekly preview gives you an opportunity to be intentional How are you going to spend your personal time? How are you going to get rest? How are you going to make room for your hobbies? You know, I've had my tennis rackets in my closet for so long. Wait, hold on. Hold the bus. You play tennis? Well, this is what I'm saying. I played tennis, (laughs) but I hadn't played literally in years. And I realized, man, I really miss that. And I was talking to my friend and we realized, oh, he played tennis. He's like, oh, I never find time to do it. And so you know what I did in my weekly preview? I was like, oh, yeah. What am I going to do for fun this week? Yeah. I should play that. And I just, cool. So what that turned into was a task. Text my friend Lee. Hey, Lee, you want to play tennis this week? Yeah. So if you're listening right now and you think. I want to play tennis with Blake. I want to play tennis with Blake. (laughs) (laughs) No, or you've got, I think we've all got those things that we have in the back of our head that we're like, oh, we really want to do that. But how do I ever like make time to do that? That's part of your weekly preview. So, you know, to summarize all these benefits, we've talked about a bunch of things. But when you start doing a weekly preview, here's what you can expect. You don't have to feel scattered anymore. You can finally feel in control at work and you can feel confident that you can make the week work for you, that you can, you know, win the week, so to speak. Yeah. And as always, uh, we want to talk more about how this works. And we're going to talk to someone about how to actually do a weekly preview. But before we do that, Verbs, what do you have for us? Blake and Courtney, as we're talking about the weekly preview, 
I just want to list out the steps for people who don't have a planner. And as you mentioned, you don't have to have a planner to do this, but just follow these steps. Step number one, list your biggest wins. Step number two, conduct an after action review. Step number three, do a list sweep of all your to do's and projects. Step number four, do a weekly overview where you list and then calendar your important events, deadlines and major tasks for the week ahead. Step number five, select your weekly big three. And step number six, plan your self-care activities and then add those to your calendar. Now, to tell us more about this practice, let's go to our caller, Danette Brooks. Hi, this is Danette. Hey, Danette. Hey, how are you, Courtney? I'm great. Danette, this is Blake Stratton. Uh, Where are you from? I'm from Iowa. So tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got started using the Full Focus Planner. Yeah, so um, I'm a regional manager for a global medical manufacturing company. I got hooked on the Full Focus Planner probably about, it would have been, I think, 2017. And if I recall, I believe it was one of two places. It was either one in my mastermind group with uh, that was led by Michelle Couchat, or it was on Michael's podcast, and he started talking about it. And so I immediately thought, I got to have it. I'm I'm curious, what made you think that? What what was going on in your world to go, oh, I, that's a tool that I should use? Well, I think there were a couple of things. Um, you know how you can geek out on particular things in life? Some people, um, it's lipstick. Some people, it's shoes. For me, it's like planners and luggage. <laughs> I like awesome. both of them a lot. So as you've been using the full focus planner, like what's your favorite part? I think everybody kind of has that one thing about the planner that they're like, I could not live without this thing. What is that for you? Oh, do I have to pick just one? You can pick all the things, but yeah, if you can get it down to one thing, what would you say? Pick a big three. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Thank you. I love the big three. That's, that's great. Now I will tell you my initial, um, uh, full focus planner that I used back, uh, 2017 is very different than right now. So my one in 2017, I found right away, wasn't meeting really what I needed. Um, and so I actually, I stopped using it for a season and I actually recently came back around and it really was that whole precipitous of looking at my goals and having that piece that really helped me uh, to keep things accountable for me. Um, So I'm going to pick the big three. The things that I'll tell you were uh, annual goals. I really like the monthly calendar, believe it or not. I really like that a lot. And then I would say probably the daily pages uh, are a big deal for me primarily because it's right in front of me and I can write everything down right there. I like having everything in one piece. I don't like to carry two or three other things because I do so much traveling. So it makes it very, very succinct for me just to have one book. The topic of today's show, Danette, was the weekly preview. I'd love to hear if you utilize that as a tool, the weekly preview. And if so, what does that look like for you? Yes. Weekly preview. What I find really fascinating about that, what's been really nice is, again, the reflection component is, I think, a really nice thing personally for me to look back and celebrate a big win. Um, I'm certain that you guys are very familiar with the Enneagram. I'm a Enneagram 8. So for me, I celebrate the win right when it's happening, and then I move on to the next thing because I'm thinking pretty forward. I'm kind of futuristic. Um, But it's good for me because it makes me look back, and I have to stop and pause. What were the big wins this, this past week? 
uh, what did we accomplish, right? Because it's not just me. I'm leading a team of eight amazing people. So what did we as a team collectively accomplish also? The other thing I think that has been very beneficial is what am I going to stop doing or what should I be either continuing to do or what do I need to start doing? It's a fabulous question I've used for years just in coaching my team, what is it that I need to be doing more of that I'm not? Or what should I not do? That has been a really great reflection. I can tell you that I I do that more on a monthly basis than I do an actual weekly basis um, because it's I have better context monthly than I do weekly. The biggest piece on the weekly preview for me is going to be step number four, which is major events, deadlines, or tasks. Because of the industry that I'm in, we have things sometimes that happen to us. I can't do anything about that. But the thing that happens is many things get shifted. Deadlines get made that I have no true influence over. The nice thing about this is that I can have them ready for Monday morning when the week starts. You you share all that. And I think, I mean, I know I can relate because not everything in your life is totally in your control, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and like you, things change in our industry, in my company, not everything is my decision, but it sounds like that step for you, collecting and, and readjusting deadlines gives you back control. Is that how you would describe it? It really does. And I think if we if we even kind of unpacked a little bit more, one of the things that that really is our mission statement at our company is making life easier for people with intimate healthcare needs. And so there's not a day that goes by that I'm not asking someone, how can I make your life easier? With this, it does make my life easier. Why does it make it easier? Because now I can plan for something. Because when this happens, all these things kind of, if you will, go out of control. What is it that I can do to bring it back into control so that I feel less stress. And if I can feel less stress, my hope is that I can provide a contagious calm for everybody else on the team. Yeah, and I'm sure that has really improved your productivity for yourself and those around you. Absolutely. So what would you say to someone, and maybe they don't even have a planner, you know, what would you say to somebody that they want to try doing a weekly preview? How would you tell them to go about that? I think the first thing is, is that after, you know, I would hopefully not have my jaw on the ground learning that someone isn't using a planner. Um, but I think, I think what, what would happen is, you know what? I go to simplicity. I go to what is the easiest thing for you? One of the things that I know kind of in life is if I can do something simple and I can commit to that, and I can make it a habit, I feel successful. And so when I start looking at things like, you know, the entire weekly preview, you know, we have five sections here. So I would probably sit with someone and say, which one of these speaks to you the most? And then whatever that one is, that's most likely where I would want to start with them because they're going to look at that and say, wow, the list sweep really speaks to me. Fabulous. Let's get started. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, if you're listening right now and you're a full focus planner user and you've never done the weekly preview, because that's the thing, I actually was doing the daily pages long before I started using the weekly preview. Maybe if you feel like this is just too overwhelming, maybe you have a whole bunch of kids at home, you know, you just don't feel like you can set aside the time to do a weekly preview. Maybe you just start off by choosing one section to do. You set 10 minutes to say, okay, I'm going to do this one section of the weekly preview and you start from there. Uh, Danette, do you have a routine 
You, you mentioned the word habit. I'm curious, when do you do a weekly preview? Yeah. So um, do I have a routine? Yes. Uh, everything that I do for my planning session uh, is Friday afternoon. Okay. Everything that happens for the next week happens for me on a Friday afternoon. And so that would really be my time to be looking at all of this for the following week. So what would you say to the person that goes, oh, I can't take that much time to plan my week? Okay. What can you give? And I think sometimes what happens is we don't value our lives enough and we don't value our time enough to be intentional with it. And so when we think about people or individuals who would say, oh, I don't have that time, then I would say, well, tell me about your week. Tell me about your day. And it's interesting when people start telling you things because they sometimes will tell you everything. And then is all you have to do sometimes is listen. And then they listen to themselves and they go, wow, I really have a lot of busy things that really don't do anything. And that's where sometimes I think we uncover gaps, right? And then it's just merely saying, well, let's try again. Maybe it sounds like we could find this time. Yeah, that's so profound. Before we let you go, we have to ask you what, I love this question, but what is a hack that you've developed for the planner? Something that's, you know, maybe you've added to your routine or your system or to your planner that's different. Um, I don't, I don't. The only thing I do is I put, um, a lot of sticky notes in there. Um, and maybe not a lot of sticky notes, but the little tabs, I tend to put tabs in there because those are things that I have to go back and reflect on. <laughs> that's absolutely like, go that's back a, to this page. yeah that's a great hack i love that danette thank you so much for spending time with us i mean such valuable insight you know on the planner in general but specifically the weekly preview i love the feedback and the thoughts you gave us and and the listeners today you are so welcome i appreciate it thanks you guys thank you thanks bye danette i love that call with danette so great I loved her perspective. She said something in there that I think is worth paying attention to, specifically if you've got your planner and you think, man, I, I know I should probably do a weekly preview, but, you know, I kind of run short on time. She, she was just saying, you know, think about valuing your time. Think about valuing yourself enough to be intentional. And for her, I mean, she spends a good chunk. I mean, that's longer than my weekly preview takes personally. Uh, mine normally takes maybe about an hour. Um, how long does your take? Yeah, so I do my weekly preview with my husband, and we try to get it to about 45 minutes. Are there ever any moments where your schedules or your calendars or your tasks might clash? And if so, how do you sort that oh, sort yeah. of thing out? Oh, yeah, that's why we do this together. It's because we, you know, we're parents to a three-year-old. My husband's a pastor. This is not a leisurely walk in the park during the week. There's a lot of logistical movement happening. If we don't do that, it's just pure chaos. Sure. I mean, the pace... It's nonstop. And so if we don't do that, uh, we're going to be, we're going to wake up on Wednesday morning and realize we both have an early meeting and we have no way for our child to get to school for the day. Right. How do you decide what takes priority in those, those areas where you, you might clash on something? Well, Courtney wins, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chase, I hope you're not listening to this podcast. No, I mean, that's, that's what marriage is boiled down to right there. It's kind of a give and take. We discuss it. We figure out a plan. Sure. Um, but it's a lot better doing it on Sunday evening than Wednesday morning. When you're in the thick of, mm -hmm. oh, wait, we need to do this. You wanted to do you, that. You mean you have a meeting this morning? I, I have a meeting this morning. <laughs> so winning that fight is a whole different thing than having a discussion on Sunday to figure it out. This is, I just, I love the weekly preview. I do too. 
to me, it, it is a keystone habit that you can install and you can install it. I think that would be my final thought is just if you if you haven't done this or if you have trouble getting in the habit, talk to your spouse if you're married, uh, but figure out a time, hey, when could I consistently give even 30 minutes to take stock of my past week and look ahead so that I can banish the Sunday scaries once and for all. And I think if you're always thinking, you know what, it's going to slow down. The pace is going to slow down. It's actually not. It's going to stay the same. You're going to have to change the way you look at it. And the weekly preview can help you do that. Michael says you get to where you want to go, not by drifting there. You don't usually drift into the life you want. You've got to design it. You got to be intentional. So thanks for joining us this week on Focus on This the most productive podcast on the internet. Share it with your friends, folks. Spread the word if you like it. Use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. Yeah, and we'll be back next Monday for Focus on This. We'll give you one simple action that will double the probability of reaching your most important goal. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. It's a brand new day. Get going to get the right stuff. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the new classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com slash planner.